The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. We are going to be talking about the many faces of human trafficking. I was thinking this morning from Epstein to Weinstein to MS-13, there is a wide range of human trafficking that is taking place in our society. And uh, we get a lot of hype about it. We get a lot of talk now. I I personally have been fighting this uh, kind of travesty for 12 years, 13, going on 13 years now, hard to believe. And um, I have learned that there are many different faces to human trafficking. It's always kind of amusing to me when someone like a rotary or, uh, and I understand the time constraints, I'm not being critical, that they want to give you 20 minutes to talk about human trafficking. And you think, Holy cow, you can't even spell human trafficking in 20 minutes. It is a complex subject. There are many documentaries out there, people trying to tell the story, and every one of those stories is important. But one of the things for this show, I, I am, uh, my background is I train first responders of all kinds, um, law enforcement, fire department, CMT, Uh, Code enforcement, uh, Department of Housing, social workers, licensed therapists, um, school officials. I I do a lot of different kind of training. And one of the things that I really want people, excuse me, I have a little frog in my throat for this morning. (laughs) Anyway, one of the things I really want people to understand is there are many different kinds of trafficking. It is a broad subject. Now, we've been doing a series on this. The first one I did was all about Asian trafficking, mostly in Southern California, but taking taking place all across the U.S., Uh, We have discovered out here several very large Asian sex trafficking rings. Some of them, the girls are brought in legally. They're mostly all female. Uh, They are often led by women. They will cover a large area. They will use the same ad in multiple cities uh, across, um, for instance, across California, Oregon, Washington, they will often be operating out of call centers. So when you, the sex buyer, go online and you see that sex ad, you call in, instead of getting the girl you're waiting for, you get a telemarketing center and they connect you to the next girl going out. These are large-scale rings. They are all about money laundering. Now, we had a tie ring down here that, quite frankly, was serious money laundering. In that case, uh, it was in Los Angeles, but it was also in Detroit and Dallas and Minneapolis and, uh, I can't remember, Chicago, New York. It was all over the United States. 
those girls had come in legally from Thailand and they knew that they were going to be in prostitution, but they didn't think it would be as serious as it was. There is a suggestion that as much as $40 million was laundered back to uh, Thailand and Belgium. These rings were being run locally in our area, and yet the money is going back to Bangkok and Belgium. These rings aren't getting enough attention. These are all about money laundering. I've been studying money laundering because more and more as you get into these large-scale rings, you're going to find that it's cartel-driven, usually a foreign cartel, in this case out of Bangkok, and it's all about sending their people into our nation to make money from our people and then send that money back to places like Bangkok and Belgium. This will get bigger and bigger over time, quite frankly, because as the Internet brings all of us together, as many of you know, I have my book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, and as we become a world without borders, what you're going to see is that truly even sex trafficking on your on your property, in your area, in your neighborhood will get larger. We talked about last week about labor trafficking. Actually, it was the week before we had a guest last week with the coronavirus. But uh, the week before, we also talked about labor trafficking. Now, I want to take this a little bit further here, and I want to start to talk about many different kinds of domestic sex trafficking along with this. We have a couple of cases going right now that are really, really concerning to me. One of them, quite frankly, is not sex trafficking, but it is sextortion. And I'm going to share this with you because what we're seeing are many times these cases start with sextortion. And that and sextortion is blackmail, by the way, blackmail with a photo usually. And they'll start with sextortion and then work their way into sex trafficking. So I'm going to start there, and then we'll go through many other kinds of trafficking. I may actually make a third uh, recording here because this is such a broad uh, subject. I may not get to all of it this week. We had a case out of Rancho Cucamonga. In this case, um, the suspect is 21 years old, not not very old, young man. I believe that the victim is probably 17 or 18 because she's young, but she's young enough to be, a, but she's old enough to drive. This all started on Snapchat. Now, those of you that hear me talk regularly know that one of the things about Snapchat is it now has Snap Cash. And I use the joke about now you can monetize a selfie. Well, that will be the way of the future. That is how it's going to be. I have predicted for some time that by the end of the year, apps like TikTok and Like and Instagram and uh, and even our old Facebook will have some sort of cryptocurrency attached to them. And that will accelerate the number of cases that we're seeing because of the fact you will, as they say, be able to monetize a selfie. What that really means is that you will be able to sell amateur pornography. Um, That doesn't mean you have to, and that's the only way it's going to be used. There will be good uses for taking photos of things and selling them on Snapcash. But 
for whatever reason, whenever new technology comes out, we have to find ways to violate our children first, it seems like. And many kids think that it's really cool to take their own naked picture, and if they can make some money off of it, then why not? In fact, if you want to Google make money selling nudes on Snapcash you will, or Snapchat, you will be surprised at the number of sites that are on there. This young lady uh, sent out, uh, was playing on Snapchat. Uh, she had someone she did not know. He had a particular uh, Snapchat handle. He asked her for a nude photo in exchange for money. Now, she apparently thought she was going to break into the porn industry, maybe. Um, you know, when you're when you're a young person, you look great. Your body looks great. You want to uh, advertise sometimes. All you have to do is go on TikTok if you think you're, <laughs> they're not advertising. You know, everybody wants to be J-Lo with a crotch shot. And, uh, you know, and it's happening. And so they say, hey, you know, I... I look good. I can make money. Why not? And it's that kind of naivety that is costing our kids. In this case, she sent the uh, photos. Uh, The victim did not know uh, the suspect, but she sent him the photos anyway. He began to blackmail her and want money and, and began to want more photos and a variety of other things. Shortly thereafter, uh, she met another guy on Snapchat And um, in this case, um, the victim did not know the suspect, but he sent some nude photos. The suspect refused to pay the victim and threatened to distribute her photos to people she knew via social media if she did not send additional photos or meet up with him. The victim refused to participate in either. However, the victim is not through yet. In this case, a few days later, the victim received another message from someone using a different handle, and he said in his message that he knew who the suspect was, and he could help her get that photo and that video and delete them, and he would do it for a fee. Now, keep in mind here, this is not unusual for this kind of thing. The blackmail begins, and they will come off looking like different people all the time. There are entire sex traffic or sex uh, extortion rings doing this. In this case, the second uh, perpetrator requested that the victim meet up with him so that they could negotiate the fee and they could talk about how to get her photo back. This is important to understand because this is one way sex trafficking begins. In in uh, a recent study by the University of Toledo, Ohio, said that 58% of kids being blackmailed. University of Florida says that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo. University of Toledo says that 58% of them will go out just like this victim did and try to negotiate back the return of that photo. This girl went out and met up with the second guy. They met in a car at a park, at a public park, uh, in a dirt uh, lot. The victim agreed, believing that this second guy would help her get her photos back and get the video deleted. While at the park, the, the perpetrator raped the victim and demanded that she drive him back to another place and told the victim uh, that uh, he spoke with that he that the video and the photos were deleted. 
So all of this is a scam. What it ultimately comes down to when we get to the bottom of the story is the two perpetrators were the same man. And that is not uncommon, you know. And then what will happen is they will begin to take this young person whose life looks like it's destroyed. You know, they feel absolutely trapped. This is one of the typical ways that a kid gets lured into this. They will threaten their family. They say, if you don't give me more photos, I'm going to kill your family. I know where you live now. And, uh, and you know, the, the blackmail begins. So this is an important thing to understand that this will ultimately, if this in this case, uh, law enforcement was contacted and it stopped. Then in the case I'm going to tell you at the break, what happened is 17 kids were put into hardcore sex trafficking because they believed that was the only way to get their photos back and stop the blackmail. What we have to explain to kids early on is that all the, all the photos in the world will not be enough. All the rape in the world will not be enough. All the sex trafficking in the world will not be enough. These guys are going to play for keeps, and the only thing way out is to ask for help and stop the abuse. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit sin. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. 
Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the many faces of human trafficking. And uh, I was just talking about this case here locally where it started from sextortion. I want to share with you another case that we had here in Riverside County. It is their biggest case, might be one of the biggest cases in the United States. And I want to just share with you how oftentimes this happens with our kids and we don't realize it. I was looking at break, uh, the the latest statistics, uh, the NECMEC hotline, NECMEC is National Center for Missing Exploited Children. In 2014, they had received 1.1 million reports of child online sexual exploitation. Now, that isn't just sex trafficking, that's kids that are playing online that that end up uh, being possibly sexually exploited. 1.1 million in 2014, 16.9 million, 16.9 million in 2019. So part of it is we're much more aware of it. Part of it is, is as the world comes together with technology, according to my book, Societal Shift, these numbers will continue to accelerate until we can teach our young people how the Internet is made, how it's used, and how all of this happens. I want to share with you one of our cases here in Riverside because I do want you to see the many faces of human trafficking. This man was named Elioberto Jacoba. He was married. He had three children, and he um, his wife worked during the day, giving him some free time. This is back when kids were on Facebook. Now, this is the potential for this is much greater today because we have mass audience live streaming like TikTok. But in those days, kids, um, you know, were on Facebook. This is about three years ago. It, it, it actually takes about two to three years to get a case of this magnitude through court. 
And uh, for you first responders out there, especially law enforcement, I do want to commend you. This took a tremendous amount of effort to get this case through court. They had to interview over 200 potential victims and ultimately prepared 120 cases of, of child sex abuse and trafficking to get them to court. This uh, man made a fake Facebook. This is just how simple it is to lure in our children, by the way. This man made a fake Facebook page. He had a photograph of a woman who was about 19. This woman, he gave her a name of Marlissa Garcia, and she, according to the Facebook page, was into prostitution. And it showed all the money she was making. Okay, she had a new car. She went to Vegas. She had clothes. It was really quite attractive. And do you know that more than 200 of our teenagers here in Southern California went on and contacted that fake Facebook page? They have no understanding. They're talking to Mr. Jacoba. And they said, show us how to make money like this. Over 200 kids reached out. This is like setting bait and attracting, you know, kids. That's that's exactly what happened. They had no idea they're talking to the man, not this female in the Facebook page. The female supposedly would say, hey, it's only sex. And that is the typical line they will use with these kids. It's only sex. You're having sex anyway. Why not charge for it? Why not make some money? Why not live the high life? Why are you struggling along on a small amount of money your folks are giving you when you can have a whole lot more? And that's how they lured them in. This is the easy money trap. You see it all the time. Many of these cases start because somebody says, hey, you want to be in a rap band. You want to get to be famous, make a lot of money. You want to be a rock star. You know, you want to be on reality TV. You want to be a model. You want to be on America's Got Talent. And, And they will start out in those kinds of areas. In this case, they the they would tell the uh, kid that's talking to them, hey, come on out. I'm going to set you up with our best customer, meaning you're going to try out prostitution. He's great in bed. He tips well. You'll have a lot of fun. It's easy. Try it out. See if it's for you. More than 120 people went to the next level. Not all of them did this, but a large number of them actually went so far as to have sex with our perpetrator. When that perpetrator was through, he sat them down and said to them, you are now a prostitute. Let's take a look at the video that we just made. None of those kids realized they had been filmed in that act. And he began to blackmail them. That is a typical way that this happens. They will get them in something that is compromising, even if it's just a topless photo. And then they will say to them, you know, we've got this photo. We need more photos. We need more explicit photos. We need them to be, um, you know, more revealing and like that. And that'll be how it'll begin. And the blackmail will begin, and they will begin to threaten their parents. They will begin to threaten the kid with showing those photos to the parent. They will begin to threaten to put them on the school websites. They will 
uh, tell them that they are out around the world in pornography, and they will be, by the way, you, that is not an idle threat, you know, your child needs to understand when they start taking off clothes with anybody, they most likely will end up in one of those large-scale rings. In this particular case, 17 of our children, of our teenagers, were put out into forced uh, sex trafficking. Many of them were living with their parents at home. And, uh, they're, you know, they're missing sleep. That's one of the big signs you want to look for. They're missing sleep. Their their behavior changes. They're starting to run around. They're trying to feed many dragons at once, if you will. They're trying to keep that, that blackmailer happy. They're meeting up with people. They're trying to avoid getting STDs. They're trying to avoid getting pregnant. They're trying to stay in school so the parents won't understand and that sex tra- trafficking is taking place right while the child still lives at home. And this is all taking place because of sextortion. By the way, it is because of this kind of thing that me and kids is in the process of putting together money for a documentary. We're more than two-thirds there. And uh, we're actually interviewing producers and that kind of thing. I want our kids to understand how all of this works And so that they don't get involved in this. What I find is most kids want to be leaders and they don't want to be violated, but they walk in there. You know, our kids are hormonal. And quite frankly, Hollywood just makes it so attractive to be sexual. I talk on high school campuses all the time. You see more butt cheeks more uh, revealing stuff. I mean, I I watched one girl sit there as I'm talking in a little bitty top, adjusting herself all the time across from four guys, and she knew exactly what she was doing. And so this is pervasive on our campuses and with our young people. So we really have to start at the very core of the matter and start to uh, share with our teenagers how this works. Because you see, they want to take it right up to the limit. They want to be able to be sexual and uh, provocative and and erotic and tempting and even engaged in the services. But they want to be able to pick and choose what environments they do that in because they're unable to visualize that they're right on the edge and a good portion of them are going to end up in an exploitation, either a date rape or a blackmail or in many cases, someone, one of their boyfriends, especially if it's a gang member, will convince them that it's okay to have sex with more than one person. That you know, Apparently, by fifth grade now, most of our kids already know about anal sex. In fact, I did a whole series on anal sex a while back. It's been a year or two ago now, because Teen Vogue magazine put out an entire article with diagrams on it to show you how to have anal sex because that way you're still a virgin and you won't get pregnant. I kid you not. You know, this is a, this is a changing time. But the minute you're engaging in, in any kind of that provocative 
uh, kind of behavior, you are going to be subject to exploitation. And this exploitation will take off in ways you never dreamed possible, including being put up for commercial sex six, eight, 10, 15 times a night. You don't get the money, you get the disease. And some gang is taking advantage of you. And that is one of the faces of human trafficking. We must have open and honest dialogue with our children. I'd invite you to go to millionkids.org and or go to Million Kids on Facebook, especially on Facebook on Million Kids. You will see these cases. And it's important to share those cases with your kids. Number on um, one case to share with them from a standpoint of empathy for the victim, but also to help them understand they can be leaders in educating others so that all of our young people do not end up being exploited. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so we'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. 
If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. As they said, I am Opal Singleton. We are talking about the many various faces of human trafficking. I want to circle back around to um, Epstein and Weinstein uh, because Weinstein was convicted yesterday. I think he got 23 years, if I remember right. That's in the New York court. Uh, Los Angeles is going to take him on now, so uh, his life is over with a little luck, as it should be. This man exploited a huge number of human beings. But it's a fascinating thing because uh, the reason I want you to see this is that the in one way, the wide range of trafficking, for instance, from the Chinese foreign national to the to the uh, Guatemalan exploitation that takes place on our soil, to the recently we had a uh, Philippine uh, church out here in L.A. that in uh, four years generated $20 million by bringing in kids and exploiting them through forced begging. And uh, many of their uh, their women were put out into sexual activities with some of the church fathers. So there is a a kind of a wide variety of things that we could talk about here. But I want to address this issue with Epstein and Weinstein because it gets the most visibility. Now, there are other famous people. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm thinking of Nygaard, I think it is, that I'm thinking of right now, and uh, some other of the movie stars and rap stars that are all caught up in this. But there's two sides to this discussion, and I really want to uh, have that dialogue. In the Weinstein thing, I mean, the man... Uh, it, I'm trying to think of some Christian terminology I can use, and I, I just come up short, okay? So we'll keep my mouth shut here, and we won't call him any names. But, you know, what happened there is he used his position of power. So how does that work in what he did? Well, you know, sex trafficking especially comes down to either you want approval, you want you fall in love, you get a fantasy relationship, you engage in that relationship where you're willing to lower your standards and do whatever it is they want you to do to get their approval. In fact, uh, sometimes that's called boyfriend pimping for what it's worth. I, I remember a a survivor who told me, you know, I really was crazy about this guy and he wanted me to sleep with his friend, and I thought that was nuts, but eventually I gave in. And I said to myself, okay, I will do this this time, but I won't do that. And then it got worse, and he wanted to do some really kinky weirdo stuff, okay? And I I will tell you that in sex trafficking, very seldom are you making love. That's one of the the phenomena that our young people need to understand. When people are paying for sex, they get quite demanding, and it gets quite twisted in many cases. And you're, you're not going to be Julia Roberts in this kind of thing. And uh, this girl said it got twisted, and she agreed finally to make him happy because she really loved him. And she would tell herself, I will do this, but I won't do that. And then one day she said, I woke up and there was no more that. Well, it's that kind of thing that often takes place in people like Epstein and Weinstein. 
and uh, especially in Epstein's case. Now, he was, at the heart of the matter, a child pornographer. Uh, He had thousands and thousands of pictures and photos and videos and like that. But he would send Maxwell out to recruit the girl. And they would use the easy money scheme. It's either you want to be loved or easy money for the most part. It isn't, you know, set in stone, but that's how it normally works. In this case, Maxwell would say, hey, you you know, for 200 bucks, you can massage his feet and you don't have to do anything else. Uh, according to all the documentation, that was her pitch. She would go in the poor part of town. Well, think about how easy these young girls are to recruit. You know, they, she goes out there and she's gone, you know, you don't have to have sex. You don't have to do anything. Just $200 and massage his feet. And they would take him from their little poor neighborhood up to that mansion And these young girls would get starry-eyed, and they'd start to look around, and word would spread. Hey, he's put some of these kids through college. He'll pay your tuition. Uh, You know, he, he one girl, he bought a car. And all of that kind of greed, that shortcut, that willingness to, to take shortcuts to get an advantage is what makes them easy prey for these creeps like Epstein and Weinstein. Many of the people with Weinstein wanted to be famous. They wanted to be recognized. They wanted to be movie stars. They wanted to be J-Lo. They wanted to twerk and dance and make millions of dollars and have people recognize them. And Weinstein got them to play the game. So this is how it works. It's all about the grooming process. And it is able to lure in that victim because the victim does not understand that where their compromises are going to lead them. So in combating this, what do I do? I try to teach young people in school, you know, how this all works. I want to make a documentary about where naked photos go and why you don't want to send them. You see, the the computer, the, the Internet has made it so that they can hook up easier And they can make all kinds of offers, just like the case that I started the show with. uh, Some guy comes on and tells the girl, hey, I I think you're really hot. Send me some pictures. I'll pay you money for it. And this girl thinks, oh, I'm going to be a porn star. And that is romanticized. Many people in the porn industry are trafficked. They get started and they make that first uh, picture or two. They think they're going to be a star. They know that they're attractive and they have no way of understanding the level of exploitation that this is going to develop to. In Epstein's case, what would happen is once they got there, he would say, you know, uh, I know you're here to rub my feet, but for this amount of money, you can do this or this or this. And developed a regular cadre of young women. It was quite easy, according to all the research that I did, to find many young teenage kids in there. Every one of them thinking, oh, no, I don't have to have sex or I'll have sex if I want to. It'll be my decision because of the fact that I can make money. I have a nice body. I'm young. He wants me. I want to make money. Why shouldn't I do this? The problem with that is is that nobody shares with them where this is going to end. In, In minor sex trafficking, child sex trafficking, Literally, the average victim will only live about seven years. You get 
all kinds of diseases. Our kids are unable to visualize when they start where this path is going to take them down. These kids get HIV, they get hepatitis, they get oral herpes, they get anal herpes, they get abortions, horrendous abortions, they get STDs, they get um, all kinds of diseases that you can't even imagine about. And, you know, this is a very difficult life. It starts out looking like you're going to be in control. You're going to be in charge of your life. But the next thing you know, some guy will come in, and the, and what will happen in these kinds of cases is they'll say, hey, you're too good. You're not making enough money. You need a manager. Let me set your dates. Let me handle your money. And off you go. You think you're going to be a model and just do a little of this. And pretty soon you're doing a lot of it and you're using drugs to keep up with it. And the relationship all of a sudden goes from one of approval and engagement to one of disgust and it really goes bad. You see, these pimps began to give them all kinds of quota. They withhold food. They withhold drugs. Um, Many of these kids get hooked on meth and heroin and at that point they'll do about anything. And it becomes all about control. In sex trafficking, and even I would tell you that in pimping and prostitution, what you'll find is that pimping is not about sex. It's about mind control. It's about controlling another human being. They set the stage quite high. By the way, it is the same cycle that domestic violence works with for any of you there that are with as a therapist. They will set the bar high. You think that you're on this pedestal. He thinks you're wonderful. He's going to give you everything. He treats you like gold. And then he brings you down. You will spend the rest of your life trying to get back up on that pedestal. And he will never allow it. By the way, the same thing works with female pimps kind of thing. They will lure you in. They will make you think that you're a friend, that they care about you, that you're in a relationship, and then they bring you down. It is all about keeping that person down, that exploitation down. Whether or not you're doing it with Epstein or if you're doing it in car sex out on the blade in a, in a bad part of town, it doesn't matter. It will have the same kind of scenario. The price may be different. The abuse will be different. But once you engage in sex trafficking, your life will become more difficult until you can find the gumption, the wherewithal to go in and ask a, uh, people to help you get out. There are all kinds of people and resources out there to help people get out of trafficking. But unfortunately, what will often happen is they will have to kind of find a bottom, reach a a low level before they will actually ask for help. So this is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This series is all about the many faces of human trafficking. Uh, We probably are going to do one more section on this uh, yet today, and then we will do one more section next week, and then we will move on. We are up against that break, folks. Uh, This is brought to you by MillionKids.org. I hope you'll follow us on Facebook and go to MillionKids.org and donate. Uh, We would truly appreciate it. This is hard, hard work. The only way that we can do that to go out and rescue and support kids that are trying to get them out of the the life is through your donation. You can do that at MillionKids.org. 
We're up against that break. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. 
That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello, and welcome back to The Many Faces of Human Trafficking. This is Opal Singleton. I just want to kind of close this out with the fact that while much of this is boyfriend kind of thing where they fall in love, uh, maybe they want to be a movie star and they end up with somebody like Epstein or or Weinstein, they also can end up in gang trafficking. And we probably will talk about that somewhat next week. I I uh, want to search my soul a little bit before I get too public with this. But there are many kinds of gang trafficking. You have your local gangs like uh, Sex Cash here locally where you'll have individual pimps. You have the, the Crips and the Bloods are notorious for this kind of thing. Um, out in uh, Southern California where you'll have individual pimps uh, that belong to gangs and they'll have a a stable of girls in there. And then you have MS-13 gang and we are seeing more and more of this across the nation. I would share with your kids, whatever you do, do not get involved with them. It will end badly. Uh, Let's just leave it at that. We have a case right now of a young girl who is missing that had all kinds of that connection on her computer. Her her family is just panicked, absolutely out of their mind. The, the big problem with that is it gets very, very violent. It runs like what we see down with the cartels down south of our border. And your kid is mixed up in it, and there's no way out. And if they make a mistake, and kids make mistakes, you know, they'll, they'll mess up some graffiti, or they will date the wrong guy, or they will flirt with somebody else. Those are all life-threatening offenses in those gangs. And so what I would share with you is that you really must share with your kids about who they're talking to online. Gangs are changing. They're not like they used to be. They are they are using uh, social media, and they will look absolutely like normal people. They will send their good-looking guys off to the movies and meet up with your kid and exchange social media addresses and start to hook up. They, they have kind of changed their way, MS-13 has. It used to be they had all those tattoos right all over their faces. They looked like they had been in prison most of their life, and some of them have. But what you're seeing is they're removing, they're, they're using people that are not tattooed up at this point, even wearing, uh, you know, street clothes, sports clothes, that kind of thing. And uh, by the way, their colors are blue and white for what it's worth. But uh, they look normal and your kid will start to take up with them. They they get secrety because they think that's really, really cool. And they don't start to share with you. But once they're in, sometimes they can end up losing their life. And so it's very, very serious. Um, I would encourage you to see these cases. We post them on Million Kids uh, Facebook page. I would really, really appreciate it if you would uh, go to Million Kids Facebook page and hit like or go on to millionkids.org and sign up for our newsletter. One of the reasons for signing up for the newsletter is that you can receive the Million Kids Missing Kids flyers. We currently have a young lady out there right now, Ariana uh, Hernandez, that we are looking for. And we need to get that flyer to as many people as we can. By the way, if you're a corporation or a large church or someone with a, a, a nonprofit budget and you're willing 
and to support our work, we would truly appreciate it, especially that Million Kids Missing Kids activity. Literally, this is happening all over the United States and heavily in the in Southern California. One out of five or one out of six kids who who run away will be a victim of sex trafficking in the first 48 hours. So we run Million Kids Missing Kids, and we have one on there right now, Ariana Hernandez. I would invite you to please go to Million Kids. Uh, .org and sign up for our newsletter and get that flyer and then repost those flyers. Take that flyer and put it on your church broadcast. Put it on your sorority broadcast or your soroptimist broadcast. Wherever you can put it for us, let's get it out there. We're looking everywhere. That girl's life is in danger, and we need to be able to Broadcast that and get that out. If you're interested in supporting that activity, we would really appreciate it. You can reach me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. That is O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. If you want to be a sponsor of Million Kids or have a way for us to get those flyers out to tens of thousands more people, we would truly, truly appreciate it. There are many faces to human trafficking. It is difficult to educate you on all of them because they are changing. Everything from Chinese cartels and Thai cartels and the the Mexican cartels to the individual pimp that is uh, just abusive and uh, taking advantage of our kids to to movie stars and rap stars and you know people like Epstein and and then going into gang trafficking and labor trafficking. All of these are individual specialties that need attention and need uh, looking at. The reason for all of this is not just to educate you, but help you understand these are our people, okay? This is taking place on our soil. This is a crime that does not have to happen. I believe that that being seduced, being groomed is a crime of psychology. In fact, you may want to order the book, Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenagers. You can do that at millionkids.org. It's also available on Amazon, but if you want to support our work, please buy it from millionkids.org. And you will see that all of these kids are lured in based on a fantasy either on the idea they're going to make a lot of money or some, or they're going to be famous or somebody's going to love them. We can educate against them, and we need to do that. That is why I'm making the documentary. We must explain to kids how the Internet works and where naked photos go when you hit send. That is very, very important. So this is Opal Singleton. We're at millionkids.org. We're in Southern California. I travel all across the United States training first responders and um, you know corporations and faith-based organizations and, and putting on seminars. So if you uh, are interested in, in hooking up or meeting up and arranging something like that, let us know at Opal at Million Kids. Folks, our kids are precious. I'd invite you to put your arms around your family this week. Let them know how proud you are of them, how special they are. Let's make them leaders in this fight against human trafficking. Our kids should never be exploited, and our kids don't want to be exploited. We need to make them leaders. This is Opal Singleton at MillionKids.org. You folks have a great week, and I'll see you next Thursday morning at 7 o'clock California time. Have a great week.
thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.